This is the redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. Father, we thank you. Father, we give you praise because of your majesty. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your grace. We thank you, Father, for your hand upon our lives. We thank you, Father, for the mark of the Lord Jesus that is upon us. Because it is written, it says, it says, it is written, it says, from now henceforth, let no man do evil to me because I bear in my body the mark of the Lord Jesus. It is also written in Psalm 105. It said, touch not my anointed, do my prophet no harm. Father, we thank you for your anointing of touch not upon our lives. We thank you for your anointing of preservation. We thank you for your grace upon our lives. Father, we ask, as we go into your word, we ask that you speak your word to us in the mighty name of jesus open our ears open our eyes let the heavens be open over this miracle service in the precious name of jesus let your word save let your word heal let your word deliver let your word set free in the name of jesus let your power because your word says you send forth your word and it heal them and deliver them from all their destructions as your word comes forth let your word heal us let your word deliver us from all our destructions in the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, my Father. Blessed be your name. I pray for the grace, the accuracy to speak your word. Father, with accuracy, the power. I pray for the ability to speak your word, to bring your word with power, accuracy. In the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Let all of you and let none of me. In Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Put those hands together for Jesus. Take your seat. And it is well with you in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise Master Jesus. I want to share with us briefly on a topic. This is a month of love. This is a month of love. And the topic I'm sharing with us briefly is titled, When Love Says Yes. Hallelujah. When love says yes. When love says yes. When love says yes. There's somebody listening to me. God told me to tell you that this month of love, the love of God will say yes to the no of the enemy in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. As a way of introduction, the original intent of God was that he should have constant, unbroken relationship and fellowship with mankind, his creation. The original intent of God, the plan of God, was to have constant, unbroken fellowship with his creation, which was mankind. However, the subtlety of the enemy, our adversary, has smarted Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden. And this privilege and this intent was stolen from mankind. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, God kept sending his word to prophets. God kept sending his word to, to mankind, to his prophet. And the love of God crystallized in God sending his only begotten son in the person of Jesus to die on the cross for our sins. Hallelujah. We can see that in John chapter 3 verse 16. The Bible says there, say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have an everlasting, but have everlasting life. So the love of God said yes to the restoration of that relationship with mankind. The enemy said no to that relationship between God and mankind. But the love of God said yes. And Jesus sent his son, his only begotten son, on the cross to die on the cross of Calvary. I want us to take us to, I want to take us to a scripture. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 14. 
there are, it may be, so many kind of voices in the world. And none of them is without signification. That's, that's just verse 10. Hallelujah. It says, therefore, it says, there are, it may be, so many kinds of voices. And none of those voices is without significance. Hallelujah. I want to introduce to you a particular voice today. One of those voices that is constantly speaking in the world. One of those voices that has so much significance. And by the help of the Holy Ghost, I'm here to introduce to you the voice of love. Hallelujah. Say the voice of love. The voice of love. What is the voice of love? What is the voice of love? The voice of love was the voice that called out to Hagar where she was in the desert. Hallelujah. If you read the book of Genesis chapter 16 and Genesis chapter 21, Hagar was this maid that Abraham and Sarah had. Abraham could not have a child. So at the point in time, Abraham, uh, um, 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 you know, Sarah told Abraham, go into my maid, lay with my maid, and maybe peradventure she will give you a child. And the Bible made us to understand that, at, you know, Abraham went into Hagar, and Hagar bare a child. But because Hagar was now heavy with pregnant, I mean, Hagar, Hagar conceived, she bare a child. Her mistress was angry with her. Her mistress was not happy. Sarah was not happy with Hagar. So the contention became, became so great. And the Bible said, Hagar, because of frustration, she left the house and she left into this desert. At a, a particular point in time, after the voice of love spoke to her and she went back to, the, to, 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 to Abraham's house. When the, she gave back to Ishmael and Ishmael began to grow, there was contention between her again and, and Sarah and she left the house and immediately she left the house. The Bible says, and because there was no water in the desert, there was no water in the wilderness. She was looking at her child and she said, oh my God, this child is going to die. And the Bible says she, she went and kept the child somewhere and she also went somewhere because she couldn't stand the child dying in the desert. And the Bible said the voice of love, the Bible said God had the voice of the Lord and the voice of love spake unto Hagar and said, Hagar. And, 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 and that voice came to her and said, look, there's a well of water. Fetch some water. Give it unto the child. And that voice of Lord commanded a blessing upon this, this upon, upon Ishmael. And he said, this man, he, he said, I, sh I shall multiply your seed. This, your seed shall be great. And, the, and the, you know, the angel began to proclaim blessings upon Ishmael. And we can see those blessings physically manifested today. The voice of love is that voice. The voice of love is that voice that pronounces a blessing in an unpleasant situation. That is the voice of love. What is the voice of love? Again, what is the voice of love? A voice of love is the voice that raises a voice for you in the dark places of the earth. The voice of love is that which raises a voice for you in the dark places of the earth. Psalm chapter 74 verse 20 makes us to understand something. The Bible says, have respect unto the covenant for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty. You want to ask me what is the dark places of the earth? I will give you a picture. At a particular point in time, there was a man called Balak. Balak was a, was a, I mean, Balak was a king and the Bible says he saw the children of Israel, that the children of Israel were so powerful and the Bible says Balak 
called on the Bible says he consulted with the elders of the Midians. He said, How and, 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 the, and the Moabite? He said, How can we bring down these children of Israel? They told him, He said, You cannot bring down the children of Israel. The only way you can bring down the children of Israel is when you hire a prophet to cause the children of Israel and cause them. Because once you cause them, then you can be able to overpower them. Because there's a blessing, there's a blessing, there's a blessing, there's a blessing on their life. That blessing cannot allow you to overpower them. And the Bible says, Balak. Balak consulted Balaam and Balaam, you know, Balaam was this notable prophet and Balaam consulted Balaam and Balaam was on his way to cause the children of Israel because the Bible says the, the, the elders of Moab, they came with the rewards of divination to Balaam and the Bible says as Balaam was, you know, as Balaam was going to cause the children of Israel, God told him, "You cannot cause you have cost. You cannot cause you have. Um, you cannot cause you have blessed. I've blessed them already." And the Bible said, at the point in time, because of the rewards of divination, although Balaam knew that God didn't want him to cause the children of Israel, he was going. He was going. And the Bible says, the gift of prophecy transferred from Balaam and entered the donkey, and the donkey began to prophesy. That was the voice of love. The voice of love raises a voice for you in the dark places of the earth. I decree upon somebody's life whatever they have gone to consult uh, to bring you down whenever they have gone to consult um, to 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 cause you harm to cause evil i decree that the voice of love will speak on your behalf in the mighty name of jesus what is the voice of love what is the voice of love the voice of love is the voice that shouted the voice of love is the voice of love that screamed through the mouth of moses let reuben live and not die. Let Reuben live and not die. What was the genesis of that story? If you read the book of Genesis chapter 49, at a particular point in time, Jacob was about to retire in life. And Jacob called the children of, he called all his children. In Genesis chapter 49 from verse 1 to 3, the first person, the first child he was going to address obviously was his firstborn. And he began, he says, uh, 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 Reuben, the excellency of strength, excellency of power. But he said something. He said, thou shall not excel. Thou shall not excel. Why? Because he said, Reuben, you went into your father's wife. Therefore, thou shall not excel. So that cause of thou shall not excel was upon Reuben. But the story did not end there because that cause was upon Reuben. That cause entered the lineage of Reuben. And that cause began to affect anybody that was from the pattern of Reuben. That was from the lineage of Reuben. That's why, brethren, we need to pay attention to our foundation because your parentage determines the battles you fight in life. In Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 6, let's look at that scripture. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 6. Deuteronomy chapter 33. No. Deuteronomy chapter 36, 33. Let Reuben live and not die. Moses as a prophet. Moses examined all the children of Israel. And he examined all the descendants of the inhabitants of Israel. And he looked at them. And he saw something wrong. He saw the children of Israel. And he saw their descendants. And he saw that the descendants of Reuben were dying. They were not excelling. And he screamed. He said, let Reuben live. And let Reuben not die. Hallelujah. So the voice of love. The voice of love is that voice that screams. Let Reuben live. Let Reuben not die. Hallelujah. 
Much more I can tell you about the voice of love. I can say so many things about the voice of love. But I want us to, say, I want to examine what are seven things the voice of love is saying to us today. Seven things the voice of love is saying. Seven things the voice of love is saying. Number one. Number one. The voice of love is the voice that is shouting a resounding yes to the no of the enemy in your life. The voice of love is the voice that is shouting and screaming a resounding yes to the no of the enemy in your life. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 37. Lamentations chapter 3 verse 37. Lamentations 3 37. Yes. Yes. The Bible there says, it says, who is it that saith a thing? And it cometh to pass when the Lord commanded it not. So the voice of love is that voice. When the enemy says, no, you cannot have it. The voice of love says, yes, by the mercy and the grace of God, you can have it. It's the voice that is shouting a resounding yes to the no of the enemy in your life. Hallelujah. Number two, what is the voice of love? I'm running with time. The voice of love is the voice that says, surely they shall gather, but not by me. Isaiah chapter 40, 54, verse 14 to 17. The voice of love is the voice that says, surely they shall gather, but not by me. Isaiah 54, verse 14 to 17. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. But not by me. Yes. 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 Amen. Amen. Yes. This is the heritage of the servant of the Lord. So that voice is the voice that's shouting. It says, surely they shall gather, but not by me. Anyone that gathered together against you, they shall fall for thy sake. They gathered against Joseph. They plotted against him. They said, let us take him and let us kill him. But the voice of love intervened and the Ishmaelites began to pass and they sold Joseph into, this, into slavery, into the hands of the Ishmaelites. And from there, Joseph landed in the house of Potiphar. From there, from Potiphar's house, Joseph landed in the prison. And from the prison, God took him to the palace. Hallelujah. So that voice, they had gathered. They had predicted the end of Joseph. They had calculated it. They say, if we cast this, this, this foolish dreamer away from us, then all this partiality that Jacob, our father, is doing, all this, all this partiality, if we cast this foolish dreamer and they plan to cut him off but God had a plan God had a plan God died God had God had in any God had to take him to Egypt for the purpose of God for his life to be fulfilled and when he went to Egypt and we know how that story ended the same people that plotted against him the Bible says surely they shall gather but not by me anybody that gathered together against thee they shall fall for thy sake the same people that plotted against him were the same people bowing down to him and were pleading for mercy I decree upon somebody's life 
life, anybody that's plotting for your life, anybody that's plotting against your destiny, they will come and bow down to you in the name of Jesus. They will come and bow down to you in the name of Jesus. They will bow down to the finger of God in the mighty name of Jesus. Surely they shall gather. They gathered against Daniel. They, they went to Daniel. They said, we cannot find any occasion against Daniel except to find it against him concerning his God. And they went and told Darius the king. And they told Darius, they said, this man um, signed a decree that anybody that doesn't pray to anybody except your God shall be thrown into the den of the lions. And the king signed the decree very ignorantly. He didn't know they were plotting against Daniel. And the Bible says, when Daniel had the decree, he entered his room, he opened the window, and he faced Jerusalem, and he began to pray. And as he began to pray, they went to Darius. They told him, they said, Darius, this man Daniel is praying. Haven't he had that, that, hasn't he had that you have signed a decree that anybody that prays to, to any God except the God of, except your God, shall be thrown into the lion's den? And the Bible says, they took, they took them, they took Daniel, and they threw him to the lion's den. But something happened that day. God shut the mouth of the lions because the, the lions also, God taught the, in fact, before Daniel arrived, God taught the lions a very important lesson. He taught the lions the, the principle of sowing and reaping. So when Daniel came, Daniel was supposed to be meat for them, but they, they, they sowed Daniel, they sacrificed Daniel because as they sacrificed Daniel, immediately after, you know, after it was night, Darius came and said, Daniel, you are still alive. The lions have not eaten you up. They took Daniel away. But the, the thing that happened, that Darius now said, all those people that plotted against Daniel, they should be thrown into the lions den. The Bible said, before they landed in the den, before, because God had, they have sold Daniel, they sold Daniel to, they sold Daniel to God, and God now blessed them with all of them and their families. And the Bible said, before they landed, the lions had mastery. The lions had the mastery of them. They, they ate them to the point that they broke their bones. Hallelujah. So the Bible says, surely they shall gather. The voice of love is saying, surely they shall gather, but not by me. Anyone that gathers against thee, they shall fall for thy sake. Hallelujah. Amen. What's the third thing that the voice of love is saying? The voice of love is that voice that speaks destruction to the association of the enemy against your life. It's the voice that speaks destruction to the association and the guarding of the enemy against your life. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 9 to 10. Associate yourselves. Associate yourselves. Oh ye people. Oh ye people. And ye shall be broken and in pieces. And ye shall be broken in pieces. And give ear. Give ear. All ye of far countries. Yes. Guard yourselves. Yes. And ye shall be broken in pieces. Uh-huh. Guard yourselves. Guard yourselves. And ye shall be broken and in pieces. And ye shall be broken in pieces. Take counsel together. Take counsel together. And it shall come to naught. And it shall come to naught. Speak the word. Speak the word. And it shall not stand. And it shall not stand. For God is For with us. God is with us. Hallelujah. The voice of love is that voice that speaks destruction to the association of darkness against your life. The voice of love, when the enemies gather together, when the association of darkness, when they gather and plot together, it is that voice that speaks and says, this association shall not stand. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Number four, the voice of love is that voice that says, yes, even the lawful captive shall be delivered. The voice of love is that voice that says, yes, even the lawful captives 
shall be delivered. Isaiah chapter 49, verse 24 to 26. Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Shall the prey be taken from the mighty? Or the lawful captive delivered? Yes. But thus said the Lord. Thus said the Lord. Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away. Yes. And the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. Yes. For I will contend with him that contend with thee. Yes. And I will save thy children. Hallelujah. Amen. It says, I will contend with him that contend with thee, and I will save their children. So the voice of love is that voice that says, even though you carried your, both of your legs, and you walked into trouble, and you're a lawful captive, it said, you see, I, that's why I love the word of God. The word of God says, I will be with you in trouble. That's, you enter trouble by yourself, but God is still with you. Hallelujah. So that voice is the voice is the voice that says, yes, the lawful captives shall be delivered. Even if you are a lawful captive of the enemy, that lawful, in that, even in that lawful captivity, the hand of God will bring you out of that, that, that cage. Hallelujah. Amen. Number five, because of time, the voice of love is that reassuring voice that whispers that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Is that reassuring voice. No, that no matter how dark it is, there is light at the end of the tunnel. There is hope. Psalm chapter 30 verse 5. Psalm chapter 30 verse 5. It says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. Hallelujah. Joy cometh in the morning. The voice of love is that voice that keeps telling you, go on, press on. That voice kept whispering to Joseph in the prison. Because Joseph will wake up in the morning and ask himself, what, how, how did I get here? What did I do to deserve this kind of treatment? What have I done? I have not done anything to deserve this kind of treatment. But that voice kept ministering to Joseph and he kept day by day, day by day, he'll wake up in the morning, day by day, the voice kept telling him, there's light at the end of the tunnel. Don't give up. Don't lose hope. Continue. Don't be tired. Continue enduring. Don't be tired. And that voice kept whispering to him. And on the, the Bible says, and the, the Bible says, it says, when his word came, the king sent and lose him. The Bible said, the word of the Lord try him. The word of, when you are going through your trial, the voice of love is that voice that keeps whispering to you. This is a trial. Your promotion is coming. This is just a trial. Your promotion is coming. This is just a trial. Your promotion is coming. And one, the Bible said, the day his word came, the word of God would try you until one day your word will come. And when your word come, the king had no, had no, had, the king had no other choice but to send and lose him. The Bible said, when his word came, the king sent and lose him. Hallelujah. And overnight, he was promoted from a prisoner to a prime minister. That's somebody's testimony in the name of Jesus. Number six, the voice of love is the voice that says, my grace is sufficient for you. Again, the topic we're looking at is when love says yes. When love says yes. The voice of love, the voice of love is that voice that says to you, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you. Second Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. Second and Corinthians. Said, yes. And he said unto me. And he said unto me. My grace is sufficient for thee. My grace is sufficient for thee. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly. Yes. Therefore, yes. will I rather glory in my infirmities. That's right. That the power, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. That the 
power of Christ may rest upon me. So that voice of love is the voice of grace. It said by grace, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 to 9. It said by grace are you saved, not by works. By grace are you saved. By grace are you saved. So that, the Bible says the grace, that voice of love is that voice that keeps telling you in your Christian journey that that grace that saves you will lead you home. His grace, that's that hymn writer says, it is grace that brought me saved thus far and grace will lead me home. Hallelujah. That voice of love keeps telling you that though you fall, you can, you can rise again. Even though you fall, don't, don't stay there. Rise up. The grace of God is sufficient for you. The grace of God will take you through. The grace of God will help you survive the storm. The grace of God will help you to, to, to lift your head. The grace of God will help you to prevail over the storms of the enemy. You know, the other day, Paul said, he said, a, a great and effectual door is open unto us, but there are many adversaries. But the grace of God, because of the grace of God, at the end of the day, though there there were many adversaries. He said, I fought a good fight. I have finished my, I finished my course. I have kept the faith. The grace of God is what is in it. That voice of love is, is, is that voice that said, my grace is able to help you to finish your course. To keep the faith. Not to compromise. Not to look back. The, because the Bible says, he, he who looks, who, who put his hand on the plow, Luke 9.52, he that put his hand on the plow and look back, is not fit for the kingdom of God. It's the grace of God that sustains you not to look back on the plow. Hallelujah. Number seven and the last. What is the voice of love? What is it saying? The seventh thing that the voice of love is saying to us today is the voice of love is that voice that says this sickness is not unto death. 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 Let's look at, uh, let's look at John chapter 11 verse 4. John chapter 11 verse 4. John chapter 11 verse 4. When Jesus heard that, yes. he said, This sickness is not unto death, yes. but for the glory of God, yes. that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. This sickness is not unto death. This sickness. He said, when he had, he said, This one is not unto death. He said, But for the glory of God. The voice of love is that voice that keeps telling you that whatever you are going through is not to kill you. It is that God will showcase his power in your life. The voice of love is that voice that tells you that your challenge is only an opportunity for God to showcase his awesome power. His, your, your challenge, your mountain, the mountain before you is only an opportunity for God to showcase his, his, his ability to save and his ability to, to deliver. Hallelujah. That voice of love is the voice that says, this sickness is known to death. For I am the Lord that he led the I. I am the Lord. Exodus chapter 15 verse 26 says, I am the Lord that he led the Hallelujah. So the voice of love is the voice that says, no, your situation is just, is just an opportunity for God to showcase his glory. Your trial is just an opportunity for God to showcase his glory. Your challenge is just an opportunity for God to be glorified. Your, 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 your situation is an opportunity for Elohim to be glorified. Hallelujah. You know, in that situation, in, 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 when those three Hebrew boys were thrown into the fire, you know, they said, you know, they said, and, you know, it, it was very funny because the, the Bible said they heated this the furnace seven times as more than it's supposed to be heated. And the Bible says they wanted to throw these people and the king was watching. Remember, the voice of love is that voice that says this sickness is not unto death. And they're watching. The king and his, and, his, and, his, and his ministers, they were watching. As they were throwing them into the fire, nothing happened. And as they watched, the Bible says a fourth man appeared in the fire. He said, were they not 
didn't we cast in three men bound? How come I see four men loose? So they cast them in. They were tied. They tied them and they threw them into the fire. But as they were watching, as the glo- uh, because the situation was to glorify God, the man saw four men. They were not tied. They were loose. They were walking in the midst of the fire. It was like a circle. They were going. They were discussing. Jesus was revealing some secrets unto Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Some secrets, because they were about to be promoted. So Jesus was telling them some secrets how to how to administrate in the land of the Persians, how to take over Babylon, how to how to you know how to administer, how to do so many things. And the Bible says, please send them, lose them. And the Bible says, the king now said, he said, there is a God. In, there is a, from today, let nobody worship any other God apart from the God of the three Hebrew boys. Hallelujah. So that voice is the voice that's saying, this sickness is not to death. Finally, what do you do to connect to the voice of love? What do you do to connect to the voice of love? Two things. Number one, you must be born again. Hallelujah. You must be born again. Remember, I started with John chapter 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world. The voice of love was that voice that said, I must reconnect humanity to divinity. I must reconnect God to mankind. I must restore the relationship, the channel of relationship that the enemy broke in the, in the Garden of Eden. I must restore that channel of relationship. So you must be born again. The second condition, only two conditions. One, you must be born again. Two, you must believe. You must believe. He said, for God so loved the world, and he sent his only son, that whoever believeth on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. So you must believe it. You must believe. You must believe that the voice of love is speaking on your behalf. You must believe that the voice of love is going to silence the voice of the enemy. You must believe. And if you believe it, you will say it. If you believe it, you will pray it. If you believe it, you will act it until you become it. And God will help us in Jesus' name. Let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet very quickly. Let's be on our feet and begin to talk to God and say, Father, thank you for the word of God that I've had this morning. Blessed be your name. Thank you for the word that I've had this afternoon. Be thou exalted. Be thou glorified. Thank you, my Father. I give you praise. I give you thanks. Blessed be your name. In the precious name of Jesus. Now begin to speak to God and say, Father, let the voice of love speak concerning me. This week, let the voice of love speak concerning my family. In the precious name of Jesus, begin to tell yourself, say, Father, this sickness is not unto death. This challenge I'm facing, Father, I know that you're going to showcase your glory. I thank you, Father, because your grace is sufficient for me. I thank you because there's light at the end of the tunnel. I thank you, Father, because the association of darkness for my life will be broken. I thank you because the voice of love is going to shout a resounding yes to the law of the enemy in my life. Thank you, Father. Begin to pray. Begin to talk to God. Begin to talk to God.